What's going on, everyone? Welcome Hola. to the Six Gaming Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that face palm from Veg, folks, right there. Right there. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Filling I think I'm in. Be doing the, filling I think in I'm for your doing. always host, the deployed Shosan. I'm Ron Klee. I'm Veggie Son. I'm Penf. And yeah, so that's us. This is Six Gaming Podcast, episode number 33. Got lots in store for you today. Um, Coles is supposed to be here, but who knows where the heck he is. He's probably off doing a professional job. <laughs> a professional oh, job. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We'll start off with news this week. Good news, everyone! And uh, Veg, I wanted you to lead us off this week. So what you got? Uh, this week, Microsoft is expecting to uh, let go of 18,000 people plus. So even more than 18,000 from Nokia and from uh, Xbox. That's crazy. 18,000. That's If I'm not mistaken, that's their largest layoff in Microsoft history. Well, it's because the Microsoft or the Xbox failed so or the Xbox One failed so bad. It <laughs> failed miserably. It flopped it flopped before it was even released. Right. Such bad PR. Horrible, horrible people just running the entire thing. And and you know what? The next one's gonna be no different. I really think they're just gonna repeat all the same stupid mistakes again. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft to me has traditionally been a company that doesn't learn from itself very well. And I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that was uh, pretty true. But I, I think Sony I think Sony learned how to beat Microsoft, and I think they're going to do it again next time. I think a lot of people have learned how to beat Microsoft. I'm just waiting for Apple to make a product or make a game console, and it'd be like fourteen like like four thousand dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I, it's, it's even worse than all the consoles combined. Yeah that that was going to be uh yeah that was going to be part of. You know, Coles ended up changing his news, but uh, uh, originally we were going to talk about the Xbox Entertainment Studio shutting down as well. Yeah, it, it's been flopping so bad. And the sale, if you look at the PS4 sales and then you look at the Xbox sale, Xbox One sales, they're they're just down the toilet. And even the Wii U, yeah, it started off really bad. But since they introduced the game, you know, like the Legend of Zelda game, <laughs> as well as uh, the uh, the not Dynasty Wars, good God, the Smash Brothers, the, their sales have literally gone through the roof. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's kind of funny when Nintendo puts out a uh, product these days. It's kind of like, oh, this thing sucks. This thing's horrible. All of a sudden, they put out a Zelda product or a Mario product. It's like, oh, this thing's the best thing ever. I gotta have one now. You know, it's <laughs> well. Well, the thing is, because one of the biggest reasons that I heard from what was it, um, E3 or no, after E3, uh, there was another convention. They said that they were going to introduce Mega Man to it, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, Mega Man!" Mm. That was one of the main reasons that you can play as Pikachu and beat the living crap well, out of uh, Mario. I mean, when you think about it, most games that are on PS4 and Xbox One are on PC. There's a couple. There's a couple that aren't, but most of them are on PC. And you can get them on Steam for five dollars a couple of months down the road. You oh, can't yeah. get the first-party Nintendo games, and they're all fun. So honestly, I think that the Wii U is the way to go. But you have to wait until the price comes down and the first-party games come out. Yeah. Another thing I was going to say was uh, with the Xbox One. Um, what was the one game that was uh, Titanfall? For the Xbox, it was supposed to be Xbox One exclusive, but now it's also uh, Xbox 360. PC and soon to be PS4 and P uh, PS3 yep. as well. But they're probably going to shut down the servers eventually and leave everyone screwed. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've, Probably. I've seen the show actually streamed some Titanfall not too long ago, and it, to me it just looks like another first-person shooter that has the element of, oh, you can bring this giant robot down that you can fight in for, what, 10 seconds until it gets blown up, you know? Yeah, and then there's a tiny bit of parkour, which does not help to the combat, because usually, usually if you're jumping on walls, you're getting picked off instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Veg said, a lot of them, most of the layoffs did come from Nokia. I think it was something around 12,000 that came from Nokia, and the rest were all in-house Microsoft. And it wasn't just Xbox. I mean, apparently it was all across the board as well. It's just that yeah. Xbox Entertainment Studio was the largest, uh, the big name segment that you know, that just got completely slashed. Now, that's not the studio design that's uh, responsible. Is, is that that's not who's responsible for making the games, right? No. That was just for the, like, having the, I guess you could call them TV shows on the Xbox? I think so, yeah. Doing, like, a, supposed to do a Halo TV show or something like that. I don't know. It kind of fell through the cracks, because once they ma- started making the Xbox One more than just a gaming console, you know, and, you know, putting Facebook and, you know, Twitter... Twitch. And, and, and tw- well, Twitch is fine. Yeah, but I mean, it's... Still, I mean, this is a lot of... Well, PS4 integrates... um, I could technically stream Twitch off my uh, PS4 right now. Not a problem. That's Microsoft. Um, So I'll go next here, because um, I want to get the pence last here. But uh, uh, going into Blizzard news here, uh, of course, Hearthstone. (coughs) Go ahead, Dan. Hearthstone. Hearthstone, Curse of Next Ramos is uh, their first, uh, I guess you can call it an expansion pack, if you want to call it that. It's a uh, it's a single-player campaign that's going to be released in four wings, and you purchase each. Is it four wings, or is it five? Four, I think. Because although there's four wings in the actual instance, there's, of course, the last fifth layer where the dragon and Kelsod all reside. But anyway, uh, each wing, you have to pay either like something like 30 bucks or se- uh, 700 in-game gold. Uh, which, that's a lot. That, that's a lot of gold. If you haven't played, if you haven't played the game, that's that's quite a bit of gold. Well, anyway, they finally, finally announced a release date. They said it would be sometime in July. Well, it's going to be this Tuesday, July twenty second. So definitely, uh, if if you're into the whole Hearthstone thing, go ahead, I'm not willing to pay that much gold for a freaking expansion. So, uh, well, uh, it's seven hundred per wing, isn't it? It's yeah. uh, well, first of all, it's five wings. It is five wings. Okay, uh, I, that's what I thought because the frost wings. And the first, be the first wing is gonna be free for the first month, so you can get a idea. And it's, yeah, seven hundred gold per wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all five wings, twenty five bucks. Oh, twenty five for the whole thing. That's right. Okay. So, I was about to say thirty bucks per wing. That is not no, worth. It. Yeah, not worth it all. But uh, you know, seven hundred gold. I mean, it takes forever to get uh, gold in that game. I think anyway, because you can only get gold from like ten every three games, and then you got the quests. And that's not a whole lot of gold at all. Well, I'm pretty sure if you play nonstop and if you do the tournament or the uh, ranked, yeah, if you, you, if you arena, yeah, if you do the draft thing and you do really well, I think you probably can get a lot of gold. But well, the I've arena never... costs to get in hundred gold. So right, but if you do really well, yeah. I think you get gold as a reward sometimes. If you win five games, you get your hundred gold back, and if you win any more, it's just you get a lot more back. I've done so terrible at the arena. The best I've done is three wins. Most well, of the time, Dutchy beat you so. Well, Dutchie's got every freaking card in the game and plays, like, nonstop. Of course she's going to beat me. I've only got, like, basic cards, man. Ron, do you see this? Do you see this, Ron? Yes, it's the world's tiniest singularity in front of the world's largest man. 
<laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's Hearthstone. Uh, Penth, drop the bomb. What you got? So uh, this is not exactly gaming news. It's more geek world news. No, but I was actually uh, I was actually going to put this as the uh, closing arguments tonight, but you you're going to bring this up in news. So let's uh, let's hit it. So uh, Marvel came out this week uh, and announced that first of all, Thor is going to be female. Not it's not going to be Mrs. Thor. It's not going to be Thorette or Thorella. It's Thor. Um, the character of Thor is whoever is wielding M- Mjolnir, the hammer of Thor. Therefore, she is Thor. So it'll be interesting to see how, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about how comic book women pose a certain way uh, and how they're used in stories. And it's not as, uh, they're, they don't fill the same heroic place as men do for the most part. Um, and it's getting better, but but there's a lot of criticism about it still. Uh, so we'll see if she's posing with her butt and boobs kind of facing forward at the same time with a broken back. Uh, <laughs> the, other, the other thing is that uh, Captain America uh, is... Oh, before you move on, I want to point something out. Yeah. Disney owns Marvel, correct? I believe so. Yeah. And Marvel is what does Thor? Yes. Thor's the son of a king, right? Odin. Odin. Well, if Odin's son Thor's going to be a female, wouldn't that make Thor the, a new Disney princess? Mm. <laughs> no, because I think, and and I think as I looked at this a little bit, I think the original character of Thor, the the son of Odin, still exists. Nah. He just becomes unworthy of the title and the I'm power. So so worthy. someone else completely gets it. Someone else. It's it's kind of like uh when what's his face takes over Batman when uh in Batman oh, Beyond. Um or or Nightwing or any of the various no, versions Night, of people Nightwing who took over Batman. Batman. Um Nightwing took over Batman later. No, he became his own superhero because he was tired of being underneath Batman. No, he later on became Batman. See, this is why I was going to put this in closing arguments because we got an argument anyway, already. Uh, and the other thing is that Steve Rogers is stepping down from Captain America and it is going over to Falcon, uh, who happens to be African American. So, how's that gonna? In today's world, that that really shouldn't be news, but it's been made into news anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, so... it, it shouldn't be news, but at the same time, you got Thor becoming a woman. You've got Captain America basically going black. Does this seem like some kind of motive? Some kind of like well, I mean, if you, if I wouldn't uh, say conspiracy. Companies to modernize their. Well, I mean, look, it's not super. It's not superhero, but look at Archie comics. Did, mm-hmm. If you didn't see the news on that, Archie is going to die. Yes, uh, right. he's already he dead. dies because week. he takes a bu- he takes a bullet for his friend who, who happens to be a gay senator. So. I mean, no, it's like, it's like, it just seems weird that all of these comics are coming together at the same time, having uh, these issues that you know seem to be pretty uh, controversial. PC, I guess yeah. uh, politically correct is another way to put it. Um, I like the way that Archie did it because they they're not like they're not like changing a character on you. Yeah. Um, but uh, and this is one of the big complaints that I've gotten uh, that I've seen about this topic from other people uh, is why not just create a new female hero, a new uh, black hero, instead of changing what you have, 
these characters that we've come to know and love over the years into something else. My my counter argument to that would mm-hmm. be that Spider Man has died, and I believe there's a different Spider Man now, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of characters that have changed. It's just a white male became a white male. I mean, or or no, that's not even true. The Green Lantern, Hal Jordan is white, but um, can't remember the name of the black guy. But there's a black Green Lantern. Yeah, and he's pretty badass. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, so I, so I, I guess people make a big deal about a, it. Uh, precedent for something like this. This has been done before. Yeah. The media just hasn't made a big deal out of it. Sure. No, not not yet. They have other things to worry about, like missiles and yeah. Yeah, we won't talk. We won't get into that. So. Yeah. Yeah, what that's... was it? I still think it was hilarious that people literally signed a petition for um, not Matt Damon, the other guy that he hangs around. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was going to be the new Batman and the oh, yeah. Superman movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that too. And people were people were pissed about it. Uh, you know what? Here's here's my take on it. Everyone was losing their like Ben Affleck could never ever be Batman. And then you go back and you think about. What did people say when they said Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker? Right. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, that dude from 10 Things I Hate About You? No way, that guy sucks. And then he turns in this awesome performance and then kills yeah. him a few, few months later. I mean, and look at Argo. I mean, Ben Affleck can do it. Yeah, I, I've yeah. got no doubt these people can do it. He just... can, he... Or well, Dogma. Not, I, I love Dogma. All I have to say is if he does screw it up, he better hide. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Not from me. I I couldn't care less. I honestly think he will be fine. But there's just some people are who are never happy. Like, oh, there's this. It's just like shut up, enjoy the movie. Yes, we know. We know. Shut up. There's <laughs> there's something wrong with everything. It's called life. Get used to it. Suck it up and stop living in your mom's basement for five minutes. Lol. I agree. Right. As uh, currently about fifteen people think I live in my mom's basement. Hmm. You don't. Does this look like a basement? Some people have really nice basements. That has a kitchen in it? Let's go ahead and uh, move on. And uh, in, in the, uh, I'm not sure I can do this as well as show, but we're going to get into our game pick of the week. That was pretty ah. close. I like My it. ears hurt a bit more. <laughs> You're welcome, Veg. I appreciate that. So, I'm doing uh, this all next week. I don't care what you say. Oh, oh, oh all right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll let you have it next week. We'll see what you can do. Go ahead, Veg. Oh, you'll let me have it. Yeah, I'll let you I'm, have it. No, I'm, no, I'm taking it from you. There is no acceptance. Veg, you take everything by the account that you pull it in via your massive gravity. Good. <laughs> so get your game. What do you got? I honestly forgot what I was going to do. My uh, game pick of the week was for, but I was going, I was going to change it, or I'm changing it last second to okay. Space Engineers. Aha. Uh-huh. It's 20 bucks. It's an early alpha. It the best way to describe it is Minecraft and space. Didn't someone already do that? Uh, Starbound, no. Yeah. No. Starbound, Starbound wasn't. Starbound would be like Terraria in space. Mm, yeah. Then it's something else. Oh, there was also the Kerbal Space Program. No, Ooh. no, no. Let me that's, look. That's not right. I'm subscribed to the uh, subreddit. I think. There was definitely man. something called Star something. Our man tracking Reddit over here. Who I hear is in the top 1% of posters on Reddit. I am right? in the top 1%. I'm not sure how that happened, and I'm 
Not sure if I should be embarrassed or excited about it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you should get a cookie. Right? But Space Engineers, what, uh, you said Minecraft and Space. What's Minecraft it? and Space, there's things that you can build. You can also destroy it instantly. You can crash other ships in the ships, and it will show the damage. It, since it's still in early alpha, it won't show the explosions or nothing like that. Right. You can also, um, you're permanently in space. You can make space stations. You can also have, there's early NPCs as well as meteorites oh, that's that can hilarious. attack you. So I'm, I'm watching the trailer for this, and the first thing that they show is a ship trying to uh, basically get onto the station, and it crashes into the station. Yeah, <laughs> and it crashes hard. Oh, is that is that like part of the game? Is that something you can actually do accidentally? Yeah, that's something you can actually do. That's, I wouldn't recommend crashing into a space station though, because you're. But one of the funniest things that I've done so far was we put two noob ship noob ships together and did a head-on collision and killed each other. Nice. Oh wow! Uh, you can actually do spacewalks and stuff. That's pretty cool. And the best part is you can actually kill yourself by uh, flying too fast in your own uh, space outfit and running into mass uh, into anything and killing yourself. Wow, very very interesting. Yeah, and it's, so far I've already sunk about seven hours into it. Yeah, which doesn't sound a lot, but I've been playing it only today. Yeah, seven hours one day. That's like me playing Diablo three. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, I got it this afternoon, so. It like I said, it's it's tons of fun to play. I definitely recommend it to someone who does like Minecraft and like this and like sci-fi at the same time. There is weapons you can put onto the ships. They have turrets. You can also kill yourself with your own missile launchers and your own turret because you can put them on the set on or uh, attack anything that moves. So you you move, you die. So. Alright. And and like I said, it has the vastness of uh, Minecraft. Anything you know. Everything is possible within your own limitation of your imagination. So people have already built Death Stars, Titans from Eve, frigates, um, destroyers, stuff like that, and they all have functioning guns. Uh, and it does have some uh, physical properties of space, but not all of them yet that we're aware of. Because, like I said, early ax or early alpha, barely new, or it's very new. All right. So if you want to pick it up right now, it is twenty dollars on Steam, and it gets you under the yeah on Steam. All right, cool. I can't figure out what it was. I must have unsubscribed because I didn't buy it. <laughs> it might have been Star Citizen. No, it was it was a year or two back, and maybe it was Starbound and then turned into it. But I I swear it was a a three D game that was like you could gather resources and build crap, and it was that sounds like Space Engineers. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing. Who knows? Could be. Check that out. Get back to us. Let, oh. you, let, let us know what you find. So, all right, Panth, what you got? Looks like you're going old school. I'm going pretty old school. Uh, I was talking to uh, my mom, and she reminded me that I used to play Load Runner on the Apple II, like that the really original. The original Load Runner, just on that green monochrome screen. Veg, do you know what an Apple II is? It's a very. It was something made before me. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I've actually got to play on one many, many moons ago at a high, at a elementary school. We got to play Oregon Trail on it. Oregon Trail. Oregon That's Trail. a good one. You See, know they have an uh, iOS version of that that my wife used to play. 
Did she die of dysentery lot? <laughs> I'm sure she did at some point. I don't know. She, she's so you can... Uh, Lo Load Runner, you just collected these boxes, and there were dudes chasing after you, and you could dig holes on your left side or your right side, and uh, you try to get the bad guys to fall into them, and then it sealed them up, but then they fell from the top of the screen. So, like, you could never actually get rid of them. And... Oh. Uh, but the thing is, if you if you fell into a hole yourself, you would die. And the other thing is, like, as you're digging through multiple layers, you would always have to dig an extra block on the layer above. Because if, say, you dug three blocks, you can only dig to your left or your right, not below you. So if you dug three blocks, you could dig to your left and drop down. And then there'd only be two blocks, so you could drop, dig to your left and drop down, and then you're stuck. So you'd have to do a lot of planning to make sure that you didn't uh, end because up dead. Because you can't jump either, right? Nope. Yeah, so there's no way up once you go down. It sounds like a pretty unforgiving game. Yeah, there. I think there were level codes, if I remember correctly. But I just there, there's a video of me, and I and if I ever find it and digitize it, I'll I'll post it on the website. Uh, it's I'm playing Load Runner with my mom. And I'm like, Mom, go that way. Go that way. No, go that way. And I'm like yelling at her, telling her she's doing she's doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I already know. I'm, I'm like three. Yeah, awesome. So that was fun times. Some some old games. I was watching videos of it and thinking, oh, I remember exactly that how to do that level. Right. It's amazing with the things that stick in your mind for over a quarter century. Now, have yeah. you tried this uh, clone called Golden Runner? No. Goldenrunner.com. It's a uh, apparently it's a clone it. of Load Runners. It's done in Flash, though. L looks looks kind of interesting. It's, they call it a remake. So I don't like Flash Player. It keeps crashing my web browsers. I'll upgrade it. I do upgrade it. Reinstall Windows, Coles. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, so uh, I went back in time, not quite as far back as uh, uh, Pantheria did, though, but uh, uh, one of the, you know, of course, I've, I've talked about in the past how I was very big into the Descent series, and around the time I was playing Descent 3 in 99, there was also another game that I was playing online, and it's a multiplayer game called Star Siege Tribes. Uh, yeah. Now, I'm yeah. pretty sure we've had one of the successors to that as a game of week. Yeah, the uh, the online tribes ascend. Um, that's the MM. That's the MMO, right? Yeah, uh, that was tribes universal MMO, I think. Yeah, well, we've had a couple tribes on here. I think tribes two was another one. Yeah, well, Star Siege tribes was like one of the first multiplayer team-based games that I played, um, and one of the things that that I I remember about this game was. Uh, the fact that I was horrible at it, like like every other game you play, <laughs> and and one of the, you know they used to have uh, basically the idea is you got these bases, you have to infiltrate the base, um, do some objectives. I, I forget what the exact objectives are, but you know you're basically invading the other base and trying to. I think there were consoles you had to yeah, there activate consoles, or something. There were like turrets they had that you had to disable, um, all kinds of different things. Uh, and you'd have vehicles that you could get in. Um, there were like flying five-man vehicles. Yeah, five-man vehicles, like Borderlands. Could, yeah, and you could play. You could play as a turret, or you could be the one piloting it. Um, 
they had smaller vehicles, stuff like that. And when you weren't in the vehicle, you'd have uh, the weapons, of course, their infamous disc weapon that, you know, that's kind of a tribe staple these days. If you knew how to use that, you were a god. Um, God, have, that like, weapon is so hard to learn, especially yeah. the heavy launcher, <laughs> the heavy disc launcher. They have like mini guns and um, yeah, the jetpack. That was the biggest part. The jetpack, yeah, yeah, the jetpack you could fly around. And I, I remember that, you know, I was so bad at this game, I never understood the point uh, playing it because I'm playing with a bunch of friends. And then I learned what the objectives were, and all of a sudden I went from a bad player knowing nothing about the game to a bad player knowing everything else about the game, and managing to do fairly decently despite you know any 1v1s I'd usually get wrecked <laughs> so it was kind yeah, of you a... try, if you're bad at if you're bad at fighting just avoid avoid people and get the objectives pretty much that's pretty much what I had to do because I, you know, I was I was pretty bad there's only yeah. one ground pounder I was good at on real tournament but uh, this one was actually fun enough for me to play for quite a few months what was it I'm still sad that they pretty much got rid of the uh, the vehicles in the uh, the new tribes right now are useless. I mean, yeah, you can have them and they're good for certain kills, but they're so useless compared to back in the day where there there's not even any flying vehicles. It's only the I think the ATV, the hover bike, and the tank no, that they have. Cool. The the five man flying fortress thing was the best. That was awesome. Oh yeah, it, it was just. Awesome. Oh, by the way, uh, Star Forge is the game I was. That yeah. Uh huh heard about that one so, so yeah just, star, star siege tribes that was a that was a pretty fun one i hope gog comes out I played with it a, eventually yeah i played tribes too i actually bought it and played it for a while but i mean i did, couldn't get into that anywhere near as much um because you, you know there were things that you had to do with your own base and stuff like that it's like whatever so anyway yeah they kind of good they kind of went too far with the concept with uh tribes too they kind of they overdid the work, and they took I, out what opinion. was good, and put in stuff yeah. that weren't wasn't quite as good. So, I'd, 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 I'd like to see if there's still people playing Tribes One. I'm sure, oh, I'm there, are. sure there is. I'd love to find that. So, we'll, I don't know. Maybe I'll um, look into that tomorrow. I want to know if there's people playing the original Star Siege. I I downloaded mm -hmm. uh, in 1997 on a 28.8 modem. A buddy is like, "You got to play this online game." I'm like, "You can play games online." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I might have been playing Jedi Knight online on Microsoft Gaming Zone already. But uh -huh. uh, so, so I downloaded the uh, twenty megabyte demo of Star Siege, and I started it when I got home from school, and it ran all night until ten o'clock that night, oh. until it finally downloaded all twenty megabytes, <laughs> and that was glorious. I joined a clan, the Red Armageddon, and we had like clan battles and stuff. That was really my, my first online gaming uh, gaming thing. And it was we, there were only three vehicles you could choose from, and we all sucked because we were children. But uh, I just remember how long it took. <laughs> Mom, hang up the phone! <laughs> right. I'm trying to play online! <laughs> so, uh, question for you guys just off the top of your head what was the first online game that you played and if you may already answered that mine was warcraft 3 warcraft 3. i played it, i played that online competitively it was and, either star siege or um jedi knight um would you believe uh, uh mega wars on CompuServe? huh back in uh the early 90s was my first one it was a text-based space game 
Ron, Ron just dropped the mic. What? I said you just dropped the mic. I didn't drop anything. You're like, it was on CompuServe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, play the music. And walk away. Pretty much, walk away. <laughs> All right, I get the reference. Very nice. So, yeah. I was like, you know, my, my headset's working fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Someone tried to move my the guild news up but i have it exactly where i want it so uh let's let's, uh, let's move on from game pick of the week and uh talk about uh lcs stuff and i wanted to, this is something i wanted to do for a while i suggested it and i i, I don't think anyone was really serious about doing it but i kind of want to expand it to be more um about the lcs and not just our fantasy leagues um and dan i know you, you don't play a whole lot of league but uh yeah, I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I just listen quietly while you guys talk about it because I know Jack. Yeah, he's, like my, he's like my mom when it comes to us towards video games. Yeah, right. I'll definitely start out though with the with an interesting fact from our fantasy LCS that if Veg wins and I win, Veg clinches first place in our fantasy LCS. Please let that happen. <laughs> well, Veg is a destroying show so far this week. Uh, I mean, you're up by, what, 53 points, it looks like? Yeah, but, give or take. But I'm, I'm just sick and tired of losing by less than five points. It's happened two weeks in a row now. I lost by five to you, and I lost by three to uh, show. Less than three. It was like 2.6. <laughs> watch it be like, watch it be, yeah, I was going to say, watch it be like point one or something like that, or you tie. That'd be terrible. That'd be well, awful. I don't want to tie anyone. I, well, I don't know about do my tie. chances this week, but. Uh, well, if you do tie, then um, I still win. But uh, you know, Reckless is just being a freaking rock for me, and I'll get into that a little later. Uh, but everyone else, with the exception of Zhao Wei Zhao, is just doing terrible this week. I mean, Zion's got six and a half. Amazing's got six and a half. Bjergsen's got eight. Uh, freaking Afro move. CLG, top team, loses to number eight, Evil Geniuses. He gets three points. It's, it's, what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So Today, Today's opposite day. Well, no, it wasn't, because uh, yeah, I kind of kind of really didn't expect TSM to keep their winning ways up. Yeah, they won and got, like, no points. Uh, Dignitas losing. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise against Curse. But, um... No, uh, they were sucking nuts. Yeah, it was was just... Yeah, it was pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, so a couple of the matches that I wanted to specifically talk about, first of all, was, uh... um, I'm going to talk about LMQ and Complexity from last week, uh, Sunday after our podcast yeah that was that was close yeah closer than it should be for number one versus number seven or whatever they are i was like what are you guys doing stop it yeah stop it it's no it's very interesting because you know complexity you know it's hard for them to get a foothold and it seemed like that game that they were pulling very even with them that game went what about 55 minutes about that, yeah. And everyone was they, like, they "Oh, this shine. is going to be another eighty-minute game." <laughs> <laughs> they shine when they shine. They shine very bright and they do very well. It's just, it looks like half the time they have their head up their ass and they don't realize what they're doing. Yeah, yeah they kind of feel like they're a bronze team sometimes, and then when they actually do get their act together, they play like a professional team. Yeah, their two uh, wins against just... their two wins against Cloud Nine were dominating wins. Now they didn't get a win this week against them they got yeah i think cloud nine's got their stuff back in order yeah so um and then there was the tsm versus cloud nine game tsm gets their third win ever over cloud nine second the split i was in shock 
yeah, I was pretty happy with that. I, you know, I kind of like seeing TSM do good. Um, and then well, everybody loves watching TS. Even okay, I was watching Dota two and Smite competitively. Everybody loves that team name, yeah. TSM. What is what is it with Team Solo Mid? What's the why? Is, why them? Because they usually just recruit badasses. That's why. Because <laughs> with because um, funny enough, the TSM for Dota two is mostly Korean. Well, well there you go. Oh, it was it was an ass whooping I've never seen before in that game. <laughs> it was like if I was playing that game against them, it was oh. it was horrifying to watch. That's nasty. They're like, oh look, that guy's out of position. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he bumped back in. He's dead again. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, over on the EU side, uh, Copenhagen Wolves picked up uh, Broken Shard, who was formerly of Complexity, and I think. Uh, Freak made a point to point out that he's the first player that's competed in the North American LCS, the North American Challenger Series, the EU LCS, and the EU Challenger Series. Yeah. So he's, like, worldwide <laughs> at this star. point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for him because he is a good player. He's a really decent player, and it's no, just... And not only is he a good player, if you, if you remember from the promotion promotional tournament when they beat uh, Team Coast, how, how pumped up he was after every win. He was. He looked like he was the heart and soul of that team, and I was really worried when he left that they just crumble. Did they kick him out? Or did, um... No, he, he had a visa issue. And oh yeah, that's they right. They thought it was going to be a quick fix, something that they could get done over the course of the week, and it turned out to be like a Bjergsen thing. And they said, uh, "Okay, we're not going to we're not going to have this um, point in our team where we have to deal with someone new for a couple weeks and then go back. We're just going to go with this guy. Sorry, pretty much." So Broken Shark yeah. joined the Copenhagen Wolves. I think they went one and one this week. Yeah. Did he howl with the Wolves? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's just funny because after uh, after every game, how they do their little howling thing. It's just silly. But uh, uh, you look like. But yeah, they're. Um, I just think it's funny that esports are being they're they're starting to be taken very seriously, and not just by the fans, but by prof- uh, professional people. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good that's a good turn. Last thing I want to touch on the EU. How about Fnatic? Eight game win streak. One uh, one game behind Alliance, thanks to Alliance winning both their games this week. And then the reckless reckless just wrecked on Thursday. God. Reckless pulled out Vane. <laughs> he pulled out Vane against Copenhagen, and he went eighteen zero and two. Got the pentakill. Gave me fifty five points for my team. Which was awesome. Yeah, uh, and then just... everybody else on your team sucks nuts. Well, well, well that's why I said it's just reckless as my boy, man. I should have played him on Super Week. I would have beaten you. Yeah, you would have, <laughs> but you you didn't listen to reason. Well, he was playing hard teams, but then SK fell apart. That's that's pretty much when SK began falling apart. Yeah, that's apart. when that's when SK was like, oh, I don't want to play good anymore. Yeah, pretty much. It's just like, okay, our season's over. We we did good enough. Yeah. <laughs> We did okay. We're done. We got our win. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, LCS very uh, a lot of interesting it's, stuff. I can't believe NA is as close as it is. Oh, that reminds you. This week is Dream Hack too. Oh, Dream I forgot Hack. about that. That's why uh, Dota Two is so big as well as StarCraft Two. Um, so yesterday. They play some major tournaments there, right? Oh yeah, they play. Some, they play for some big bucks there. I think Ooh. it's a five hundred uh, five hundred thousand draw uh, win pull for Dota two right now. Oh yeah, show me the money. The money also, is. Smite's doing a uh, open inv- invitational tournament as well. Not at DreamHack, but um, 
right now they're selling the TSM skin Apollo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far they've made $30,000 for the prize pool from that skin alone. Jeez. And supposedly it was either a sponsor was going to match that, doubling it. So instead of it being just $30,000, it's going to be 90000 for the prize pool. Oh, man. So they're, ma- they're matching 200% of whatever yeah. comes across. Ooh. That's what I heard, but uh, it wasn't made official yet. That's that's pretty neat if that does happen. So. It was it was a it was a gaming company or a gaming like like that. It wasn't Razer or something like that. It was another one. Might have been like Kingston or something. Yeah, that makes sense. So cool. Well, that's it for LCS. Uh, Danny, back from your drink. Yeah, I got some scotch. <laughs> He's got some scotch. <laughs> like if I'm gonna listen to these assholes talk about their game, I'm gonna get drunk. At least find myself amused. There goes Veg hitting my edit button. Mar, Marco. <laughs> but all right, so that's the uh, LCS update. So let's go from uh, League to World of Warcraft and uh, Penth. You got a new tip for us this week? Um, so this is kind of a generic thing, but uh, a lot of people they'll they'll do something and they'll make some gold and they'll be like, oh, that's nice, and then they'll go do something else. Um, on the auction house, I mean, and and the the tip is that if you do something that's making gold, keep doing it. Yeah. If you, if you now it might be a fluke. Sometimes it's a fluke, but if you say transmute something and it sells really quickly, don't think, oh, that was nice. Go transmute some more and put it right up on the market because there could be somebody that's buying, trying to buy up, you know, fifty of something, and now they're all out, and you could put it whatever price you want, and they might be buying it. And to back so, that up, uh, that's that's a lot of how I uh, financed the guild funds for the longest time before they put in uh, uh, serious uh, whatever that gold leveling thing was. So you, you you make gold and a portion of it goes to the guild bank, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good for a while. And now in Pandaria, it seems to be a lot better. But basically, uh, you know, that's why I did. I found something that the uh, having to do with enchanting that I found was really good on Coriel Straws, and I kept doing it. Wasn't so good on Lightbringer, so I didn't really do it on Lightbringer, but uh, yeah. It's... No, Lightbringer, it's uh, jewel crafting. Ah, there so, you go. Well, I, a lot of a lot of the markets are very, very slim par- profit margins now at the end of the expansion, but when we were in Coriel Straws, I was selling everything that I sold for probably 150% what I sell it on uh, Lightbringer, maybe even double. Yeah. But I would sell it at a much lower pace. When we moved over to Lightbringer and I reposted all my auctions, I sold 50% of my inventory in one night. I brought in about 40,000 gold in one night. But after that, I wasn't able to keep up with the the supply. So I had to reduce because otherwise it cost me 100,000 gold once a week to go buy up all the materials that it was going to take to stock up all my stuff. Did, and it you, didn't just sell. Say, did you just say 100,000? Yeah. Oh my god. I wish I I've had 100,000. I think I have 200,000 gold in, in inventory right now. Damn. But I need, Tell well, that's that's not true. In, that's not true inventory. I mean, that's like I bought a transmog piece for 50 gold and the average sell price is you know, 8,000 gold, but if it's listed for 8,000 gold, that doesn't mean I'll ever sell it for 8,000 gold. Yeah. It's kind of like Pawn Stars, except 
real. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like sorry, I'm gonna be able to give you for this blade of wizardry is ten gold. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I well th- wait, that vendor's more than ten gold. Nah, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, one of the this, things... this this one's been used. I'm I'm gonna have to knock it down to five gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel dirty using it or touching it, so oh, I'm gonna get it on discount. That Especially feels dirty touching calls. it. That's what she said. Hey, at least she touches it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the things that I noticed. Uh, uh, Coral Strauss, of course, is a much smaller server than Lightbringer is, but the enchanting market, I had much higher volume on Coral. Much higher. <laughs> like, well, you three probably times were, the volume. It enchant. probably wasn't overall volume. It was probably you were one of the fewer suppliers, that so could you had very higher well volume, be it. personally. And you know, buying up all the stuff that I needed on Lightbringer was much harder. There was a lot less available, um, which made me think maybe I'm not the only one doing it. So, yeah. Anyway, that's I, it. I found that on on Coriel, the the person that I was competing the most against with turned out to be Brox. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know if I ever told you guys the story. I was we were getting ready to move over to Lightbringer, and I had had a bank guild. Uh, called Acquisitions Incorporated. Mm-hmm. If anybody listened to the uh, Penny Arcade D&D podcast, that's the name of their, uh, that's the name of their group. But uh, So I had this bank guild, and I was like, well, I'm not going to pay to move the bank guild. So I was just like, hey, I'll, I'll sell this bank guild to whoever wants it for you know cheap. I've unlocked you know eight slots or whatever it was. And uh, someone's like, yeah, I'll buy it. And it, 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 it's go, 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 go. After the... Uh... After the Wildcrander character. Yeah. Go, guy. <laughs> go, go, yep. go, go, That's go. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, he's like, oh, why are you selling this guild? Is, you know, was there anything messed up? I was like, oh, no, my guild's moving to Lightbringer. He's like, are you in six minutes? I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, it's me, Brox. I was like, oh. <laughs> And then, and then actually, what had ended up happening was he's he wanted the guild, and he wanted to bring a bunch of crap over. We we both had a bunch of crap we wanted to bring over, plus gold that wasn't going to fit mm-hmm. into our because uh, you you can put as much only, gold as you want in the guild. You can only send over so much on a character, right? Yeah. So so we each put our excess gold into the guild. And we put all of our crap into the guild, and he actually paid to move it over. And in in return, I I gave him the guild. He's he's the guild leader for that. But we both just use it to store crap. There you go. Very cool. So yeah, yeah, definitely, like, definitely have to agree with you there. If you keep trying other things, but if something works, keep doing it. Yeah, like right now on Coral Strides, it is one of the best times to be a jewel crafter on that server. There you go. Especially when you can undercut people horrifically. Oh, I'm just going to sell a really, really easy gem that cuts for 500 gold. Oh, pfft, I'm going to sell for 100 gold and put 30 on there. Yep. Bring <laughs> hey, it. I just made more gold than you. Bring it. Maybe, yep. maybe in one of my upcoming tips I'll talk about how to be an asshole on the, uh, on the auction house. There you go. And take over market. Frickin now, I, now I know the pain that show goes through with the edit then. Wow, that's <laughs> not a bad word. Sure it is. Ron, you're an ass. Yeehaw. Hold on. Fetch. Fetch, fetch, fetch. Why? Anyway, let's move on. Up next, we got uh, the six minutes to release guild news. Uh, And, of course, this week was not a very good week because Wednesday um, I lost internet. 
and the internet that I had backup wasn't working very well, so we were only stop downloading the porn, Ron. Um, I don't download any Coles' stuff. I, I didn't say Coles, I just said porn. <laughs> so, yeah, so Zoli was able to raid Wednesday, but that was it. I mean, I really wasn't trusting to put two people on that connection. Um, I'm not sure how far we got. I was I went to bed early that night, but uh, it didn't look like we were having a good time. Um, we had gotten through six bosses on uh, Tuesday. Uh, we couldn't take um, we couldn't take uh, Garrosh down on the day before. How low did we get him? Two percent? Yeah, it was just ridiculous. We had some awesome DPS. We went into one one second heart phase where he was at twenty percent. Uh, we have a hard time getting them under 30%. And we got them to 20. 20 it was like 20. Because I was there. Yeah, it was. Really was. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, we, we've we got the DPS for it. We just don't have the consistency. And, unfortunately, I think we have to start making some changes on that fight that I really don't want to make. But um, we need more consistency. And definitely any changes I make will be uh, towards that goal to make sure that we can have a group that performs consistently from attempt to attempt. Now, I can understand people making mistakes every once in a while, but we've been on this fight for a couple months now. We've only killed him once. I'd like to kill him more than once, especially with the stuff that he drops, the uh, the heirlooms. And, you know, if we're suffering every other attempt because we're making basic mistakes, and... Yeah, that's a problem. So I'm gonna. That makes everybody want to cry. Yeah, it does. Well, I mean, it's it's what you said when we were stuck on Hordun for two months or whatever. Is if someone's making the same mistakes over and over, they'll be asked to sit until they can stop making that mistake. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to move on to uh, Shosan's favorite part of the podcast. No, what no, his favorite favorite part of the podcast. What the fuck are you listening to? And I don't have anyone to like go. What the, what the fuck? fuck? Like I did, yeah. What so, the fuck? It's, it's kind of weird. It's 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 kind of like an empty intro. So anyway, oh. um, so the topic that I chose this week was uh, what song shocked you the most the first time you listened to it. What what kind of like made you say, "Oh my god!" when you heard the song? So, uh, Panth, we'll have you go first here. I don't have anything. What? I got I got I got nothing. Maybe you got nothing. I got nothing. I listen to like '90s rock, classic rock, <gasps> classical music, and jazz. So <laughs> there's nothing particularly shocking about any of those songs. There's there's nothing that ever made you stop and say, "Wait, what?" I, I mean, I nothing. guess some Weird Al songs when I when I heard it and I thought it was the original song, and then I realized it was a new. Weird Al song, and I was like, "Oh, those aren't the lyrics." See, see, that works. Yeah, that's but by the by the way, uh, on Amazon, Weird Al's new album, Mandatory Fun, is six dollars right now, which there I think there's been a lot of awesome. There's been a lot of buzz about Weird Al lately. He he's releasing eight videos in eight days, so it's kind of like Hanukkah in July. So that's Hanukkah yeah. <laughs> in July, nice. So yeah, so I guess that's why I'm seeing him all over the place all of a sudden. So. It's amazing. He's still going. He's been around since what the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Well, and actually, it's interesting because he, he's he did an interview and his his album's called Mandatory Fun. Mm-hmm. And what the what it turned out was that his his contract stipulated that he had to do this album. Like you know, he had fourteen albums on his contract or however many. 
And so he finished this album, and he's said that he's, <coughs> he's not going to get another contract because what he wants to do... Right. So, for example, he, he saw Let It Go from Frozen, uh-huh. and he thought, it'd be really funny to make a make it so, and it'd be Captain <laughs> Picard. Uh-huh. And by the time he got around to doing it after he worked on the rest of his album, it had already been done. So Aww. he's talking about how it's really hard to keep up with all the YouTubers who are able to parody things faster than he can because he has to record a whole album and master all of it and and do all this musical stuff, whereas if he can just put crap up on YouTube whenever he wants, digitally, by himself, he could keep up with the times. How many more does he have to do? This is it. So he's he's oh, out. I, I'm I'm hoping that like a couple times a year he'll just come out and be like, "Here's a cool thing that I did." Yeah, yeah, because I think he's been what working on this for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah, and definitely you know back in the '80s and '90s, uh, him doing this kind of thing was, you know, that it, it was really big. But now you've got wannabes pretty much doing it. Yeah, you know, they're never going to be like Weird Al, but they're going to do it anyway. And yeah. Well, you got like something it's, like it's, epic rap battles of history, which in its own right is awesome. Oh well, yeah, that, that, that's true. But it's not exactly a parody, though. Not really. I mean, it is a parody, but it's also not. It's not a parody of songs. It's a parody of people. Yeah. Yeah. So, which he was in one, by the way. He was, yeah, uh, he was Isaac he, Newton. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's good to see that he's keeping up with the times. So yeah, we'll accept that as your uh, what the thought kinda this like, week. Kind of like uh, kind of like Will Smith. Yeah. Welcome to Earth. Rap battles of history. <laughs> Who won? Who's next? Who decide? Anyway, Veg, what the fuck shocked you? Uh, the very first time I listened to the uh, Dream Theater Panic Attack. Panic I wasn't ex- Yeah. So. Yeah. I- no, shut up. <laughs> so what? What shocked you, Veg? I heard a Dream Theater. I heard that they were just really mellow, and just pretty much just percussion, you know, music from a friend what? and then I actually got yeah dunce bag as I call him but um <laughs> yeah he's like oh this is just really mellow stuff and then I got to listen to that song like I listened to the um a couple of the songs they were pretty mellow I forget it was like it was from one of their earlier earlier albums mm-hmm. which weren't known to be what are they considered I figured it was, it was something like progressive metal right. I think is what they're called and I didn't know what that was at the time. I thought it was like insurance metal. What? <laughs> insurance? What? <laughs> Progressive. Oh. They, they, they go up. They go up. No, no, no! That was terrible. That was a freak level joke. Oh. <laughs> oh, bitch, no. Oh. But when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, what's this? And when when they start off with the bass going, I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna sound good." And then it just starts with the drums, and it's like, "Oh yeah!" It's like that is awesome. I was like, "I didn't know they did this kind of. Mu- I didn't know they did this kind of music." And I listened to Octa- uh, Octavium, which is the album that the uh, song's on, and it's a pretty badass uh, album, especially towards the end where it's a 24-minute song, where it's just mostly music. So it kind of shocked you in a surprising way. You were surprised it was. It was good. Is I thought it was going to be like crap to begin with. <laughs> And then so I was like, "Ooh, Dream Theater!" So your dunce bag friend came through once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> he also sent me Hello Kitty, not so nice stuff. 
Hello Kitty, not so nice stuff. Generated Kitty. adult themed. Okay, Hello yeah, Kitty. you can't talk about that anymore. That's no. We're not going to talk right. about that anymore. That's <laughs> one of the reasons I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> That's not okay. No, it's not okay. That's why I said Dunceback level. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, um, the, the, the one that I picked, and I know that there's a lot of hate going on towards Nickelback. Just, just in general. It's shocking that you listen to Nickelback. I think that's <laughs> the just the fact that I listen to Nickelback is shocking to you guys. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I used to like them when I was a kid because I didn't know any better. I, I don't get what people don't like about them. They're they're, they're so musically sound. Have Have like, you? Uh, the guy doesn't the sing like crap. He's. Have he you seen the recycled music uh, website? No. Their Their first two main songs. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Like, uh, I, I don't know. This is how you remind me, and uh, the other one that was both, they're both popular at the same time. Yeah. The the songs are the same. Yeah. Like, they match phrase for phrase, chord progression for chord progression to the second. <laughs> it's, yeah. I remember. I remember. Well, I mean, that's and just I remember two songs. They were all, got and, more songs than that. And the, well, sure. yeah, but the funniest thing was I remember back in the back in the day that they would actually play those songs back to back, like right next to each other, like the first <laughs> song and then the next song, and I, I was just a continuous loop of it for like ten minutes. Well, anyway, um, and I, I specifically remember where I was when I first heard this particular song. I was up in Buffalo. Um, me and Kathy were in the car. We're driving. Wings. And on the radio comes a Nickelback song by the by the uh, title of "Figure You Out." Now, do either of you know that song? Yes. <laughs> and and you know we, we hear it and you know we're we're kind of uh, rocking out and then the lyrics start and the first set of lyrics in the song are, "I like your pants around your feet." <laughs> <laughs> And we're like, what? Wait, what? This is on the radio? <laughs> and and it's the you know, it's just the whole thing going on about that. And we're just like, holy crap! That's uh, seriously, uh, yeah, that's uh, interesting <laughs> to say the least. It's, it's, it's kind of good that they don't do songs quite like that very often. They do have another one. Uh, that's uh, well, it's kind of like theory of a dead man's a bitch came back. Well, that's that's like a that's a parody of the cat came back. Yeah. So. So. Are you guys just like super wholesome, like you guys and show and I don't know. Rigel was all like got upset when people swore. No. 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 Not okay. You just want to keep the podcast friendly, family yeah. friendly. Yeah. Oh, that's, just check. That's the goal. Uh, Panth, if it wasn't family friendly, you'd be hearing an F word out of me every other sentence, every other word. Oh, well, most most, most yeah, every every other word usually has an F in it somewhere. Why, well, Frank, you? <laughs> uh, every uh, see now. I want to now. I'm kind of curious how many words in the English language have an F in it. I wonder if uh, Wolfram Alpha might tell you. <laughs> I'll, 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 we'll, we'll check that out we'll get back to you so alright so that's what the fuck are you listening to so that pretty much uh, wraps up everything we got I uh, want to thank everyone for watching and listening through our uh, iTunes podcast those watching us on YouTube for the first time this week 
Of course, we're still on uh, Twitch, just at a different channel while shows deployed. Hopefully, things are going well for him. I heard he is holed up in a hotel. You know, he's been trying to beat my Portal Two scores my, times. Oh yeah, Ron, that reminds me. I got Portal. Yeah, uh, one of my friends one had Portal Two. Yeah, one. One of my friends got an extra copy of it. Some out of oh, someone randomly gave him to it, uh, gave him it, and he already had it, so he gave it to me. All right. So now I have Portal One. There you go. Yeah, Portal One. So you'll now know what's so cool about the game, and you'll know who Glados is. Well, I know who Glados is. I've actually I've seen I've seen the game play. Yeah. It's just I never played it myself. <laughs> well, good, so definitely. I want to get Portal Two eventually one day. Get yourself some Portal Two, Mister Veger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for the Six Gaming Podcast closing statements. Uh, Veg. See, si, senor. Can you do it in English? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> or Pant, yes, old man. Panth, what you want to leave people with? Um, I have an extra copy of the game called Gun Monkeys on May. Steam. Well, oh, there you go. And, and I'm... Well, let's have a contest to, to see who gets oh, it. Contest. I like contests. What's what's the uh, contest going to be? I don't know. I, that's why I'm asking. How about if you can come up with a song that's uh, that's worse than Nickelback? Then I'll um, give you. I, uh, I can already say that anything that's ICP. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Vegel. Vegel, get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I agree. Magnets, how do they work? Nice. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the last thing I want to say is uh, I did have a backup to my shocking song this week. Um, ACDC, Mistress for Christmas. <laughs> oh, that song is awesome. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave you guys with that. Uh, we'll see you guys well, here. What? Well, since Joe wasn't here, he actually did throw it in his two cents for that uh, this week. Yes, uh, his was Marilyn Manson's Beautiful People. Beautiful People. The beautiful People. The Beautiful People. Uh, I actually liked that song as a kid. I don't know why. I don't like Marilyn Manson, not because of his looks or anything. I just don't like his music. Except except for that song. I actually like that song. I don't know why. Because you're as messed up okay. in the head as he is. He's actually a really smart individual. <laughs> And that's mostly for show. It, it honestly is, and he said it a couple times. You know who else is like that? Is um, uh, Cooper. Cooper. What's his first name? Alice Cooper. Alice, Alice, Cooper. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yes. He's the same way. Very, very bright individual, but the stuff that he does for shock is just entertaining. Yeah. So. Anyway. As opposed to ICP, who are just stupid. Oh, uh, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Anyway, uh, that's gonna be it for episode number thirty-three, guys. Till next time. I'm Ron. I'm Veg. I'm Bob Ross. <laughs> and that's Six Gaming Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>